This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This is Afroeconomics with JB Bryan. Afroeconomics is a strategic financial management program designed for the advancement of black wealth in America and abroad. Economics, our black wealth matters. Check it out. The 10 principles of Afroeconomics. This is the podcast that I should have done first. It's funny, but uh, look, I'm about, I don't know, I'm way deep into my podcast and I finally thought about it's time to actually talk about the book, Afroeconomics, Our Black Wealth Matters. And it's getting older and older, and I've never done a podcast on the 10 principles of Afroeconomics and the Adinkra symbols. And I guess just to have a conversation, I've, I've told the studio that I really would like to take a moment and, well, it'll probably take a couple days, but do an audio book on Afroeconomics because I'm a book listener more than a book reader. And if you're a book listener also, get the book and prepare to have the audio coming really soon. Let's talk about that principles of Afroeconomics. The first principle of Afroeconomics is legacy, discovering why you do what you do. We have to really spend some time on thinking about what motivates us. So um, what encourages us? Uh, Because money, I have discovered, is not enough to keep you motivated. I mean, it can get you motivated, but it's not going to keep you motivated. But if you know that you have to continue to to, to keep your your commitment to your responsibilities, that you have to continue to to get up each day and um, make wise investments and be a good guardian over your money, So you have to think about why. Why do I need to do that? Who's depending on me? What difference am I making in the world? Well, the principle one is about legacy. And I use the Adinkra Adinkra symbol of Sankofa because the the first principle of Afroeconomics is really thinking about how I want to, what footprint do you want to leave on this planet? So, and then that moves into the second principle of self-reliance and financial independence. Because after we know why we're doing what we do, we can move forward to how we're going to do it. So when we go into the second principle of self-reliance and financial independence, then you really can continue to be focused on each step, each daily habit, uh, um, that I have to be ultimately responsible for me and my family and our well-being. And that second principle becomes 
easily achievable because we've set up a good foundation of that first principle of discovering and understanding why you're doing it in the first place. And the third principle of Afroeconomics is organizing, planning, (laughs) setting goals, all of these things that go under the third principle, but they really intertwine. So I say third principle because it's easier to write it and so it can have its separate section. But we know that being organized is such a vital part of all of these steps because you have to organize your thoughts and even to to get past the first principle of of, of legacy. How am I going to pass on things to my next generation? How am I going to become financially independent? How am I going to establish self-reliance and um, building the business or building um, my what wealth or, or the, whatever your financial goal is, that that third principle of organization and planning may be third, but it has to always be a part of our thoughts. You know, when you're an Afroeconomics member, the first thing that I encourage you to do is I, I send you the um, information on linking in so that we're constantly communicating with each other, maximizing technology to help us think about our legacy Think about becoming financially independent by and seeing what those goals are. So when you're setting up the financial plan, it's part of that third step of organization and planning, you know, and having the plan and visualizing it. And so that we can talk about it no matter where you are, we're able to talk about what you've actually entered in as your goal, as your why, as your how. And I'll show you and we'll work on those hows together. But first, we have to know why are we doing it? And the fourth principle of Afroeconomics is what we're discussing constantly through the webinars, knowledge, increasing our knowledge, learning as much as we can, not just once a week, (laughs) but every day. I believe that every day we should be increasing our knowledge, that every day we should be increasing our skills. We should we should be the example to the world of what everyone should do in order to make the world a better place. And the more knowledgeable we are, the more a great the greater the contribution that we can make to this planet. So knowledge and I I subtitle it what you don't know can hurt you. What you don't know can hurt you. So we have to make sure that we realize the importance of knowledge. And all all of knowledge is not something that's printed in the past in some book. But there are some knowledge in the here and now that we need to be focused on. As a community, we've been encouraged to always think that knowledge is only obtained through the purchasing of a degree. I heard a commercial the other day and they got a, a popular hip hop artist to promote one of these online schools. And she was saying that my parents would be so proud that my parents would have been, I guess both of her parents are gone, would have been so proud. They would have been more proud. And she says this in the commercial. I just find this amazing that my parents would have been so 
proud <laughs> if I had, instead of me walking down, they would have traded me walking down the red carpet in exchange for me having a degree, suggesting that instead of all of the accomplishments, instead of at least one or two, she said that they would have traded in my red carpet walks, like her whatever awards that she's received in exchange for this degree. And I'm thinking to myself, if I hope that that's not true, I hope that she's only using that for promotional purposes, because (laughs) that is a horrible thought to think that they don't, you're saying that your parents do not realize how much knowledge that it takes in order to become an award-winning anything, to become a, an award-winning top sale sales uh, of the your hip-hop songs, your movies that you've made, all of that, that they don't see that you have so much more than a degree that you're saying that they died thinking that you had not achieved everything because you didn't go online and get a degree, even though you are so extremely multi-million dollar uh, financially uh, uh, successful. You seem to be a very successful person, but you're on this commercial saying that your parents think that this knowledge in that book or on this computer or on that online class is more valuable than all of the work, the work smart, the work development, the effort that it took for you to learn everything to become a successful business person and hip hop artist that it would have been better to just go to school. Scary thought. And we have to be very careful what we communicate. Knowledge can be gained in so many ways. And we have to move away from thinking that only knowledge that is purchased has value. Knowledge that is earned and learned over time. I have many clients that I serve that are multiple millionaires that never purchased one school loan. They got career training. They got skill training on the job. And they worked that job, became a top performer at that job, became the best at that job, and did not have to acquire any degree from anyone. So we're kidding ourselves if we think that knowledge is limited to that and that the acquisition of these degrees that we have is what creates the wealth that we need. It's not the only component. It helps. It certainly helps to get information, to get knowledge, but don't hinder yourself in thinking that it has to be purchased in order to get the knowledge that you need. You, I have gone into situations and volunteered my time to work in radio and television and things that I've had that have, that have turned out to be the greatest experiences of my life, learning experiences of my life. And I have multiple degrees. I've gone to graduate school and everything and some of the best institutions on the planet. So that we don't need, we just need to realize that the fifth principle of Afroeconomics is knowledge, but I'm going past just going to school. That's not enough. Our knowledge has to go well beyond that. You can include it, but don't feel that not going to school is an excuse for not becoming the biggest contributor to this planet that you can be. And then a fifth principle of Afroeconomics 
is integrity, the soul of your money. That's what I called it, you know, and I make reference to biblical verses, but I also want to expand it because I want you to know, I truly believe, and I was thinking about this this morning, that no religion, no ideology, no thought process is going to ever limit me in believing that God is not capable of doing everything on this planet. My God is bigger than any ideology, any religion, any way of life. And that's what we need to live. So I don't want to feel that this principle five of integrity, the soul of your money, because I use biblical principles, because that's the book that I've been brought up on that I know that that it's the only way of you bringing God into your financial decisions, because I want you to make sure that you realize that just God, including God into your financial decisions is a powerful move. Integrity, the soul of your money is the fifth principle of Afroeconomics, because I truly believe that the more financial decisions that we make from a place of integrity, the more powerful our financial and personal and family life will be. The sixth principle of Afroeconomics is review and accountability. Check yourself, call it. Do you ever go back and actually check what you're doing? How are you doing, Miss Ulika, Mr. Lee? Thank you all for checking in. Do you actually go back and look at how you did over the last quarter? how you did over the last year, how, how, how you, how have you gone back to assess your last job? Some people I meet and they've left a job 10 years ago and they left investments and assets. They don't even know what the, what that money is doing, how that money is invested. There's no excuse for not being a very good manager of your money. That sixth principle of Afroeconomics is to check yourself, check every aspect of your life because it's all connected, connected. The seventh principle of Afroeconomics is entrepreneurship. I believe that entrepreneurship and starting our own businesses would be a big part, can be a big part of bridging the wealth gap in America. There is a huge wealth gap between the, the, the white community and the black community. And also, there's a growing black, um, wealth gap between the Asian, the Hispanic, and the black community as far as wealth. We are unfortunately, they're anticipating and we are currently in an extremely too low position. I believe that entrepreneurship is what separates us. There's a lot of talk about bringing down the top. Afroeconomics is about bringing us up. I don't need anyone to come down in order for me to prosper. I don't want you to. I want my contribution to society. I want our contribution to society to bring up all of society. Entrepreneurship is about the importance of the prosperity of the black community in making this world a better place. We need to all do well, and we can. We need to all have the confidence of what is possible for you. 
and that the more that we realize our capabilities, the more discrimination and racism will be slapped in its face from our success as our people and the prosperity that we have and that we present as a community and as individuals. It will become more of a, I admire the black community for all that they are doing in spite of anything that has happened to them. Yes. So entrepreneurship allows us to employ one another. It allows us to to be excited about bringing out new ideas and creating things. And it allows you to entrepreneurship allows you to be as imaginable and as creative as you humanly possible for you. Entrepreneurship to me has been the best thing that's ever happened to me in my life. I started my firm in 1995, and I want to make sure that my life includes encouraging others to know that in spite of anybody, any dream killers in your life, that if you want to be an entrepreneur, you can do that. So a part of my entrepreneurship principles had to include entrepreneurship. And the seventh principle is the fearless entrepreneur. Principle eight of entrepreneurship is having credit confidence, (laughs) right? Understanding credit, understanding that you do not, Mr. Lee, how are you? You do not have to live a life of owing anyone. You do not have to Um, be in debt. You do not have to, uh, you know, that you can be confident and about your credit position. If you do choose to say finance a home, then you know that your school loans, because a lot, there's a large percentage of people who cannot be approved for a home mortgage because of school loans. So we need a big part of credit confidence is understanding the impact of every decision that you make and how it impacts your credit and it impacts your family because what you don't pay will will affect your credit score and everyone that's on your team will be impacted by what you did to your credit score or did not do. So let's be encouraged. Let's be encouraged to develop a better understanding of your credit score. Do do that principle six of making sure you check your credit score. A big part of the Afroeconomics membership is checking the credit score. You checking your credit score regularly and we reviewing it together and seeing it hopefully improve because of the better practices that you're making, right? There is no escaping. There is no escape. Too many people have been told that (laughs) that bankruptcy is some sort of credit solution. No, it's just something that can be done. But there is a big impact on your credit score from accepting bankruptcy as a solution. So what we want to do is avoid it. So that that so that eighth principle of Afroeconomics, credit confidence, 
is about avoiding bankruptcy, avoiding having to, and encouraging you to realize that you can face up to anything that has happened. And by facing it, that we can solve that, that you can solve that problem, having the confidence to address any tax issues, having the confidence to address any past due child support that may be impacting your credit score, having the confidence and being part of a, a, a team and realizing that you're not alone. So credit confidence is very important. Credit, your credit score impacts so many things. Life insurance nowadays, they're checking your credit score for your car insurance. It, it affects the price of it for employment, many employment situations, credit checks are involved in. And I always tell people, I have this a membership for Afro-Economics called Before You Say I Do. And a very important part of it is checking each other's credit, looking at your credit together. And we're talking about it because when you get married, you're... If you marry someone who has bad credit, that will affect your ability to purchase the things that you need for your family. If half of your income is coming in and you want to buy things together based on both income, but one of the family members has really bad credit, then you need to know that up front. What do we need to do in order to improve our credit confidence? Right, Ms. Robinson? And then the ninth principle of Afroeconomics is determination. That's indeed determination. Because at first, discovering your why, self-reliance and financial independence, organizing and planning, have in, increasing your knowledge, having integrity, reviewing and being accountable, considering entrepreneurship and carrying yourself as an enterprise, even if you're not a business owner and having credit confidence all involve nine principle nine being determined. There's no shortcut. <laughs> you gotta, we've got to keep going. Last night I found myself on the side of the road. I ride a motorcycle. The motorcycle went haywire. I'm in the middle of the highway. I had every excuse to not show up this morning to this recording. But I said, I'm going to bed as soon as I can, which was very late. I have been up 20 hours yesterday, started the day at 4 a.m., 4 a.m. yesterday. So by the time I went to sleep, I had been up 20 hours, 4 a.m. I was with my personal trainer by 5 a.m., you know, with them till after 6 a.m., on my motorcycle going to um, Washington, D.C. was an hour and a half away where I, where I was at that point by 7 a.m. You know, and having my first meetings by 10 a.m. <laughs> That's determination. Worked all day till 6 p.m. Yes. Then got on the motorcycle to go back another hour and a half. Then had an act the motorcycle falls apart in the middle of the highway and I have to, you know, by the grace of God, get over. But determination said, I still want to record this podcast today. <laughs> I still want to show up to that studio today, mostly because I got a good studio. I knew they were going to be on time. I knew they were going to have a setup. I knew that my studio is very professional and they would have my back. 
Cause I, but if I had to come into a situation where I was going to be even more frustrated, so we have to be selective in who you put on your team, how you do your business, so that your determination is pay, pays off for you. You can be as determined as you want to be, but if you've got a bad team and you make bad choices, hey, it's just not going to make a difference, right? So indeed, so determination, and to close it all up. What do you think? Principle 10, black health and black wealth. That connection, how could I do that? How could I do all that I do? There is no way that we can be high-performing individuals, perform well over the long term, getting grown. You grown. I'm a grown woman. How do you do that without making sure that you have a commitment to good health? What did I tell you I did when I start the day? Exercise, right? So you got to keep yourself strong in order to be the high-performing individual that you need to be. And I know Ms. Jones knows that. That's a Ms. Jones is a grown woman. Okay, <laughs> all up in the podcast. How you doing, Ms. Jones? And then indeed, and she is one of the strongest people that I know. Now, in her 70s doing better than ever. Always. She tells me one day, Ms. Jones said, JB, you got to come out of the corner fighting. You got to come out of the corner fighting. Now, that's, I mean, that's some advice. She said, don't let anybody keep you in the corner. (laughs) Don't let life keep you in the corner. And in order to do, to come out of the corner fighting, which we often have to do, how do you do that? You have to be as healthy as you can be. Because things are going to happen that you can't control. So let's make sure that we do as much for ourselves as possible to take care of ourselves with that in which we can control. Indeed. So the 10th principle is about the impact of unhealthy choices and how that can pull away from your ability to build the wealth that you really want. So definitely that 10th principle of Afroeconomics is black health and black wealth. Now, in summary, we're going all the way from making sure that you understand your why and the first principle of Afroeconomics going down to determination to make sure that you stay the course and finishing it up with making sure you have a consciousness of your health. You're knowing that if you can't stay as healthy as possible, the sickness statistically will pull away from your ability to build wealth over the long time. Because a lot of us need more time. A lot of us, like myself, we weren't born into a lot of money. <laughs> so we need to have some time so that we can accumulate this wealth over time so that we can benefit what that first, that principle one, what we do will develop that legacy. What we do makes a difference. What we do is creating that footprint that you decide. From an Afroeconomics perspective, your first decision is how you want the footprint of your life to be on this planet. Today's podcast was powered by J.B. Bryan Financial Group, a registered investment advisory firm and the home of Afroeconomics in Virginia, Maryland, Washington, D.C., and New York. Don't forget to subscribe to Afroeconomics with J.B. Bryan 
on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave me a five-star review. I'm J.B. Bryan, and that's Afroeconomics at AURN.com.